AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota, the Matt McNeil Show. 952-946-6205. Robert Burrill is a comedian extraordinaire. If you've not visited him when he's on the stage, for God's sakes, get out there and enjoy it. You can find his albums as well. Incredibly funny. He is going to be, oh, when I think about Valentine's Day, it's it's Robert Burrill. They got a special deal over the courtyards of Andover uh, tomorrow night. A prime rib dinner. Uh, you get prime rib. You got uh, Robert Burrill. I think that's that's a moray, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Robert Brill got enough to do this today to talk a little bit about tomorrow's show. Hey, Robert. Hey, how's it going, Matt? I'm going well. And how did did you watch any of the Super Bowl or anything like that yesterday? I did. I did. I watched the Super Bowl. I watched the halftime show. Yeah. Uh, I I thought it was great. I know she's taken some flack from men that can't stand that uh, a pregnant uh, woman would have the nerve to perform, but uh, I thought it was great. <laughs> I saw her pr- perform. My brother-in-law and sister-in-law were here, and they said, I think she's pregnant. And I said, oh, she can't be pregnant. Have you seen her move on the stage? She's fantastic. I mean, it took me getting into a car accident to move like that. For God's sake, she's brilliant. Rihanna's... <laughs> Rihanna is, is it, I, I really enjoyed it. I, it's still not as good. Let's be honest. Still not as good as Prince in the rain in Miami, but it was, it was a pretty yeah, good halftime I mean, show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nothing is going to be as good as that, but no, I thought it was, I thought it was amazing. I, uh, I was kind of, I was rooting for the chiefs just cause I don't like Eagles fans. Uh, nothing against the team, but I, I feel like if, if the Vikings can't win Eagles fans losing is a close uh, runner up to it. All these people I know that are from Philly, they're all upset with me. I said, you don't realize we had you here for the Super Bowl. We saw exactly who you guys are. You were cheering against Millie, for God's sake. You know, it's it's just this Philly fan, you know, it, I mean, it's it, they they are their own unique brand, man. And they they just love being angry. They love fighting. They love yelling. They love peeing in empty beer cans and then throwing those cans at people. <laughs> That's Santa. <laughs> yeah, Santa. So, yeah. <laughs> no, it, it, they, they. I. I. You know, on the other side of it, it's like it's nice to. Have, uh, thank God we have a, a an NFL team that still is all about cultural appropriation to to win the whole thing. Welcome to America. Violent fans or cultural appropriation? That's what your two options are. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, yeah, I guess you're right. I, I root for cultural appropriation if that was, uh, if those are the choice between the two. But uh... <laughs> or maybe the Chiefs could just change the damn thing. Heaven forbid. I gotta ask you something about Gutfeld, though. Did you see all those promos for Gutfeld? Yeah, I uh, king of late. I mean, I guess you can just call yourself anything, right? Like if you ask Carrie Lake, she's still the governor of Arizona. So yeah, why not? Yeah, Gutfield's uh, the king of late. He's the president. Like it doesn't matter. Facts don't matter anymore. Say whatever you want. He is the number one host for elderly people who fell asleep at four, and the TV is still on. Yeah, yeah, he's the number one host for people that still think Trump is the president of the United States. You and I, I think, touched on this once before, but I, I, I think it is worth repeating. I've watched a little bit of Gutfeld. It is unwatchable mm-hmm. because conservative comedy, which can be sometimes a little chucklesome. I mean, let's face it, Ghostbusters, who's the bad guy in that? The EPA, big government. 
I mean, that yep. was more of a conservative yep. movie. Um, Kelsey well, Grammer. Like the 80s movie, The Bad Guy's the Government. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> like, oh, we don't trust those scientists. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> that backfired a few years ago, I think. Decades of not trusting science. Oh, who's the villain? Oh, the guy in the white coat. Tell, you know. Poindexter with the brain. <laughs> like, that's yeah, yeah. a bad thing. Like, oh, yeah, sorry for being smart. Uh, you know, Kelsey Grammer. Yeah, you know, has, you know who the hero is? The dumb jock that doesn't read. Tell me who to punch. <laughs> well, that nerd over there that's uh, doing experiment. Okay. And then he's the hero. Uh, Kelsey Grammer is very good at conservative comedy. I think that, you know, he, he, you know, he, he knows the right tone. Um, I, I think that when I look at Gutfeld, I mean, if you watch him, he is the same thing that I've seen over and over again, and that is just mean. It's not about making a joke. It's about insulting the people you don't like, and there's no comedy to it. It's like, I don't like that guy. He, he, you look like a dog. Ha! Where's the yeah, joke? Yeah. It's, it's lazy. It's just lazy comedy, which isn't comedy. It's just basically validation for all the people that want someone to sit there and insult the people they dislike. Yeah, I mean that's the problem when it's it's such uh, an like a, a bubble of okay we all agree Hunter Biden's the worst so they just <laughs> crap on Hunter the whole time but because it but because they all agree with with the politics of it it doesn't matter that the jokes aren't funny because it's it's just red meat jokes for people that are going to preach it's like the same way on on like the very far left too you have liberal comics. And I am a liberal comic, but I'm a good one. Uh, yeah. Bad liberal. We'll just be like, oh, punch punch Donald Trump's hair. And you're like, this isn't a joke. Like, uh, yeah, it's, it's, but like, this doesn't count as political comedy, you know? Step you just your take game an easy up. shot at everyone that we all agree is a target. Do you know where I really kind of, I got tired with the Chris Christie. I mean, for God's sakes, if you couldn't find something about that guy's political record to rip on, then you weren't trying. If you were just doing fat jokes about him, you know, that you just, you, you, come on, there's a more to do with it. Now, when he did sit in that lawn chair, that was kind of asking for it. But still, that was you know. for sure asking for it. Yeah, <laughs> it was. <laughs> That'd be like one of my favorite jokes, one of my, and it is a fat joke, but one of my favorite jokes that I had about, uh, in, I think it was in 2016 where Trump had won the nomination. I, uh, I joked that I wanted him to have Chris Christie as his VP so they could, the, the slogan for their ticket could be House of Carbs. <laughs> I, uh, I, so there's ways to do it. There's ways, there's ways to do it. I think without, you know, if, if it is an obvious target, you can still be somewhat clever with it. Uh, Robert Burrell, kind enough to join us. Comedian extraordinary. He's over at the courtyards of Andover tomorrow night for a special Valentine's prime rib dinner show. Uh, I'll get more details on that here in a second, but you have been out traveling the, the country doing the comedy bits, man. I, you were out in North Carolina not that long ago, right? I was, I was in North Carolina, South Carolina's power top. I was out there <laughs> doing some shows in Greensboro and, <laughs> and Charlotte. Uh, and then at the end of March, I'll actually be with a buddy of mine, Bent Washburn, up in Calgary, uh, wow. Up in Canada, doing the comedy cave up there, but uh, in betwixt those shows, I'm doing some local stuff, and this is one I definitely wanted to highlight and get people to come out if they haven't seen me for a while. Uh, it'll be it'll be mostly relationship stuff because it is about my wife was telling because I've been doing uh, some stuff that's not that. And I, you know, as, as the comic, it's like, yeah, I want to lean into it. Maybe some people. And she's like, Robert, it's Valentine's Day. Just do the relatable relationship stuff. 
don't do you know so i'm i'm because it's me, I'll still probably have a few jokes in there, but I I want to make it a show that, you know, you can bring the, the spouse or, or mistress or whatever. You know, you do your own thing. Like, who's to say? But uh, bring the special person to the show. Uh, at least the special person is going to be that night to the show, and uh, you'll have a good time. So we're talking the difference between let me tell you about the fun of dating versus let me tell you about my colonoscopy. Yeah, well, I've, unfortunately, I'm not at the age where I, I have to mine something like that, so to speak, uh, for the material. But I, I'm sure it'll be coming eventually. But no, this is more of just like married stuff, in-law stuff, stepkids, step-grandkids. Nice. Uh, more of the, yeah, like the sitcom uh, version versus like the edgier, biting, political, controversial stuff that I do and uh, I love doing. But this will be a bit more of a subdued, everybody loves Raymond type version uh, of me. Have you played Canada before? By the way, you're going back to the Canada show you're going to be doing up here. Have you played Canada before? Uh, no, I've not. Wow. I've, I, yeah. This is international. Are you, okay, so the, the, one of the things yesterday, that the Dave Grohl commercial, I think it was for Crown Royal, I think, was the Salute Canada. And, uh, I've also been listening to the Smartless podcast quite a bit, and they talk oh, about yeah. can- the ca- Canadians up there, the Jason Bateman thing. I've been listening to that quite a bit. You know, one of the things that I think is wildly intimidating about Canada is that per capita, they their pound-for-pound pound delivery on top-notch comedy talent kind of kicks the United States caboose at times. And someone told me up there, it's like, yeah, that's a sophisticated crowd. They know their comedy up there because they're so used to good stuff. You, know, you think about, you know, Martin Short, uh, you know, the, uh, the, um, uh, you know, John Candy, all these guys that came out of, out of there that, you know, it's, it, they are the Eugene Levy, a, a classic Eugene Levy. Uh, they're just a lot of great mm-hmm. comedians up there. I mean, it, I imagine it to a point it's got to be a, a, intimidating, but also, in, you know, got to be a lot of fun going to play Canada because these guys are used to good ca- comedy. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm excited to see how it goes. And I guess, yeah, it can be a little intimidating if you if you think about it like that. But at the same time, it's like, okay, well, if I get an audience that's coming for, for quality comedy and then I, I do my thing, I think that they'll... Um, enjoy it. Is there a, do you have a favorite Canadian comedian? Oh man. Well, I guess, uh, let's see. Uh, Jim Carrey, I think he's from Canada, yeah. right? Yeah. He's deaf. I mean, he's, I guess he's more of a comedic actor and stuff. As far as the straight up was, was PJ O'Rourke. I know he's a conservative guy, but I always thought he was funny. Rest in peace. Was he Canadian? He might not have been. I don't know why I'm thinking. I know he was very white. Maybe that's why I just, like, he was so pale, he had to have come from Canada. Uh, that guy yeah, screams hockey rink. Stand-up-wise, I'm not sure. I can't really think of any Canadian. I don't know why. I can't. There's a, a buddy of mine, Michael Harrison, from Canada, but I don't. I, I doubt the average person is going to know who he is, uh, at least right now. But, yeah, comedic actors, there's a ton. Like you said, Eugene Levy, John Candy, pretty much anybody in those SCTV, Catherine O'Hara, oh. Uh, Rick Moranis, um, Andrea Martin. Yeah, yeah, Andrea Martin. All the, all, or I think the kids in the hall too, aren't they Canadian? Yeah, all, all you yeah, know, those, those guys, guys are, are yeah, Foley and yeah. It is. It, it's great. I'm that that in my mind. Once again, this is what I saw 
years ago, dude, you're one funny guy. The fact that they're bringing you into Canada to do shows just backs that up a thousand miles, man. I, I can't, oh, I, 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 I just, I just, that, I just get so happy to see you out doing the tours and stuff like this, because <laughs> I mean, you are an incredibly, incredibly funny man. Um, the, I well, let me start with this as the, the things we're going to promote here. Let's start with the yeah. albums. Are they available pretty much everywhere still? Yeah, so, uh, yeah, Sex and Politics, TMI, 2020 and Not the Time are the albums, and wherever you buy albums, you you can find them, and then they're also streaming on uh, Pandora and Spotify. There's actually a pretty good deal on Spotify, where anytime you listen to one of my tracks, I owe them $4. So yeah. it's pretty... <laughs> <laughs> pretty sweet. I had to negotiate pretty hard for that one, us artists, but uh, we we got it. We got it. I had to threaten a strike, but it's in there. Uh, so yes, plenty of plenty of albums and pre-recorded material they can check out. The Newsmax method of negotiation: you either pay us or we're leaving. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right then. Bye. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, you got the so you got the albums there. Find them on iTunes. That's where I download them off of iTunes. They're over there. Robert Burrill. That's where you'll find them there. Uh, the show tomorrow, a little prime rib. Do they give you some prime rib too? Yeah, yeah. You get prime rib. I believe, I'm not entirely sure about the logistics of the Valentine's Day show in particular. This is probably my fifth or sixth time doing the courtyard. It's a very fun venue. It's more. It's kind of like a banquet hall style, but they, they have a very good lighting setup. So it's the feel of a club. Uh, in there, and I believe it's all you can eat. It's just like a buffet nice. style. So included with the price of the ticket to the show is the all you can eat buffet, and then I believe that prime rib is going to be the the. It, this is this is a good the, the prime rib, but as far as like other acts that I've had to work with, you know, it's going to be a big draw. I, I just imagine <laughs> that just as many people are coming for prime rib as they would be uh, me. Are you Normally working the carving station? Raffle. Normally I'm on the bill with a meat raffle. So this is definitely a step up <laughs> as far as uh, food quality on the same show as I am. Uh, are you working the carving station? No, not to this time. <laughs> no, absolutely not. I, w I, took, I took a shop class in high school and I cut myself on like oh. day two or three, oh, no. and then I was on quality control the whole rest of the year because I became like a liability. So all I did was like I'd sand. They let me use the sander, and then I would just have to give like I'd be like, yeah, that looks good, and that was it. And I got like a B, which was a compromise because I didn't do any actual work, but it was more of just like morale and <laughs> anything <laughs> anything I could do that involved not. Uh, using a machine uh, for that. So, no, I think it's safe to say uh, it's in everyone's best interest that I not be involved at that. Courtyardofandover.com. That's the website, right? Uh, yes, yes. You can also just Google Robert Burrell Courtyards of Ant because I think it's an Eventbrite thing, so okay. it'll redirect you to that to buy tickets. But, yeah, if you just Google uh, Robert Burrell, B-A-R-I-L, Otherwise, yeah, Courtyards of Andover, their website should redirect you there for tickets. Yeah, that's tomorrow night. Uh, it is uh, at uh, the Courtyards of Andover. Uh, Robert Burrell with Prime Rib. I'll let you figure out which one. But all you can eat Prime Rib. That actually might knock you down to the second fiddle on that. I'm. I'm. Uh, I don't mean to to be mean, but my God, all you can eat Prime Rib. That's a sounds like a heck of a deal. I mean, I would imagine the last fifteen minutes is just going to be me doing jokes to everyone in a meat coma in uh the courtyards but it's it's still it's gonna be a fun time like come eat me pass out i'm not gonna make fun of you it'll be 
it'll be all right. Then you go home and uh, watch when Harry met Sally for the 400th time or whatever <laughs> people do on Valentine's Day uh, after shows. I will uh, link to everything a little bit later on. Go catch Robert Burrell tomorrow night at uh, the uh, courtyards of Andover. Robert Burrell, Robert, thank you very much. All my best tomorrow and uh, all my best when you head up to Canada as well, my friend. Thanks, Matt. I appreciate it. Right back at you. You, you take care. Robert Burrell, kind enough to join us. Let's take a break. Round up hour number one when we do return. It's the Matt McNeil Show right here on AM 950.